Welcome back to another episode of Hella Relatable with Tabs, with your girl Tabs, where we sit here and get relatable and vulnerable with one another. So let's get into the episode and invest in ourselves. Good afternoon. Good morning, good evening, whatever the case may be for you as you are watching this, as you are listening to this podcast. But everybody outside having a good day. Let me tell you, I'm feeling pretty blessed right now. I'm feeling pretty grateful right now. Um, I had a very eventful week, very eventful two weeks actually. And by eventful, I don't mean anything fabulous. But uh, yeah, I was sick. Me and my whole family were sick. But we are all up. We have all recovered. We have all we're all thriving right now. And I could, I couldn't be more grateful. So I'm feeling pretty good that I am here. I am talking on my own. I'm breathing on my own. I'm walking on my own. And I woke up this morning because again, some people didn't. And I just want to remind you that you are beautiful, you are handsome, you are charming, and you are the conqueror of all things. And you're going to get into this day. You're going to get that bag. You're going to secure that bag. Because you that chick, you that dude, you're going to do what you got to do. You feel me? We ain't playing no games in 2021. They caught us off guard with the Rona, but... Is that going to stop us? No, because we're going to get vaccinated. And guess who getting vaccinated too? Me. I ain't set my appointment up yet, but I'm going to do it. And you going to do it too. I'm just over here talking, y'all. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just having a good day today. I feel so good. And I just feel so gosh darn grateful right now because so many other things could just be happening right now and they're not happening. And I'm grateful. And I'm just letting God just take over and just being in control of my life from here on out. Because I know I, I got something big for myself. And I I know my potential. And y'all should know y'all's potential. You got potential. You got... Oh, my goodness. I ain't never said I was a singer. So don't credit me on my singing. But um, we gonna get into this episode. I am doing a Q&A today. Um, you have all asked for a Q&A on my Instagram page. You all voted yes. And I got some questions from you guys. So I thank y'all for participating. It's not many, but we getting somewhere. Okay. And um, I'm excited for y'all to listen to this Q&A episode because I y'all got the questions. I got the answers. Sway don't got the answers, but guess who does, Tabitha? So let's get into this Q&A episode. I am really excited to do this Q&A episode just to see what you guys have have for me. So we gonna get into it. Let's get into it. Get into it, shawty. Let's get into it. Alright, so I do have my list of questions here available on my phone. So alrighty. So the first ep the first um the first question we have is what was your favorite show as a kid? Um um ooh you know what I used to love a lot of shows as a child. I watched 
damn near everything but I was so obsessed with Disney Channel and it I was obsessed I was obsessed with everything but I really loved um oh gosh it's a tie between that's so raven and spongebob because i never get tired of spongebob i always reference spongebob and my siblings they definitely be getting the references and so does one of my friends shout out to you amanda because you be knowing the references um but yeah spongebob and that's a raven and i gotta say i will still watch both of them shows to this day and i will be cackling as if i was five seven years old literally any show on disney channel um but most definitely that's a raven and spongebob next question what are some things that you do for self-care that is a great question um so some things that I do for self-care personally I honestly I do a lot of things um physical forms of self-care I love to do my nails um I almost always have my nails done I love to do and I do my own nails I do my own gel polish nails and sometimes dip powder um and obviously like doing twists like twisting my hair up or um I love to listen to like old head music in the shower like 70s 80s and early 2000 music like I love to listen to old music I love Beyonce if I didn't mention that before I love Beyonce did y'all hear that? Oh, I didn't hear I didn't say it loud enough. I love Beyonce. I've always loved Beyonce since I was little. And she is the reason why I personally feel like a bad bitch today. Among other folks. But she the one. Okay. Um when I'm real upset, lemonade, you already know. Ring the alarm, she on. When I'm feeling good, you know what I'm saying? Who run the world, girl? You know, some light. Or sometimes I want to play Bow Down. I don't know. But Beyonce always does it for me. I have literally all her DV, all her, well, not all her contents, almost all of them. I have all her CDs. I've watched all her documentaries more than once. Might know them um, by line. But that's not the point i listen to beyonce for self-care um i journal a lot i journal my feelings and i always practice i've been trying to practice gratitude every day um i draw some a lot of people don't know that about me i love to draw especially like animated characters i love to draw cartoons so and that's been bringing me peace and joy to my heart and it reminds me of the creative person i am um Yes, I love to draw and paint, and um, I just love to talk to myself. <laughs> That's like one of my biggest forms of self-care is talking to myself, because I need that time to really just have a... I don't know. I just like to have conversations with myself, because I it reminds me, like, girl, don't forget who you are, and remember that. 
And it's like the best time for me to vent, the best time for me to just let out any anger or pain or whatever it is I have, or even excitement or something that I just can't truly express in words to people for some reason. I just like having that conversation with myself in my car. It's it's a good time. It's truly a good time. I love talking to myself. So, long story short, those are some of the things that I like to do for self-care. <laughs> um, yes, that was a great question. Thank you. Sorry, it was a very long response. Okay, next question. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my brother sent this to me. Is mayonnaise an instrument? He definitely spelled instrumental because I copied and pasted this from Instagram. Is mayonnaise an instrumental? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he meant is mayonnaise an instrument. According to Squidward, no. And neither is horseradish. Sorry to break it to you. Um, great question. Great question. <laughs> okay, next question. Meet Beyonce or $10 billion and you don't get to meet her. they're looking at me crazy (laughs) that hurt me whoa that is cruel the person who sent me this must know my obsession with Beyonce and I'm mad they said meet Beyonce or 10 billion dollars and you never get to meet Beyonce you know what I'm mad about that. I'm truly mad about that. But you know what? I'm still going to conquer this question. Because you know what? I'm going to choose me, Beyonce, over the $10 billion type of the... Absolutely! Because regardless, if I don't get $10 billion, I may not have $10 billion. I might have $20 billion. And I still get to meet Beyonce on top of that. So I'm going to choose me, Beyonce. Because maybe they might have gave me $10 million. But what if I meet Beyonce and I work for $20 billion? That's my answer. So I'm choosing meet Beyonce because I already manifested in my dreams. I already manifested to the people that are close to me that I will meet Beyonce, okay? She gonna know who I am and I obviously know who she is. And we gonna become the best of friends. Maybe not besties, but you know, we gonna work together. Y'all gonna wait on it. Wait on it. (laughs) Okay, next question. Um. oh that's the same question what are some things that you do for self care like I said earlier I oh something that I did not mention I'm a big movie person so I love to watch movies especially comedies and suspense I love them I love them so yes Um. what advice oh sorry next question what advice would you give your younger self ooh come through with the deep intellectual questions That's what I love to see. Yes, ma'am. Or sir, whoever this was. I can't remember. But thank you for this question. I like this one. Hold up. Okay. Um, wow. I had to, I have to think about this for a second. What advice would you give your younger self? Um, oof. Man, I definitely, that's crazy because I asked this person, that question I asked a person this question some time ago and they asked it back to me but I think my answer changed since then because I asked that question like about a year ago and a lot of my mentality and 
everything has changed since then. So, um, hmm. Wow. Okay. You know, well, first things first, we're constantly evolving. So obviously this advice that I'm giving to myself right now is is going to change later on in the year. Because again, I'm not the same person that I was yesterday and I'm not going to be the same person that I am today, tomorrow. So, um, I'm always evolving, but as I'm evolving, I'm learning the things that I'm learning. So let's get into what I, what I would give myself. I think one big thing is just say no, just say no, because there, I have been a yes woman and I'm still at times, I still am a yes woman, but especially in high school and my earlier years of college, uh, I was a very much yes woman. I would just say yes to things that did not serve me. And I would just do things that were just out of my character because I didn't want to disappoint others. And who I look like trying to impress other people who don't even like me. Excuse me? Who do I even look like impressing people who I don't like? girl you sound crazy so one thing I would say is to learn to say no and if you if you mean if you don't mean yes obviously say no um another piece of advice I would give myself is um to just be gentle um there were a lot of times where I was really hard on myself because I wasn't who I expected of myself or Sometimes when I did the right thing and people expected me to be something that they wanted me to be, I was still hard on myself and uh, I I didn't deserve that. I really want to give sis a hug because she really didn't know what she was doing to herself mentally. So I would I would say to be gentle to yourself and um, to not take things for granted not take opportunities for granted and not to take life for granted because you just never know when your time is up here uh it's i i think a lot of those are pretty cliche but yeah so the three i would say obviously um learn to say no be gentle and don't take things for granted don't take relationships for granted don't take life for granted experiences opportunity just don't take don't just don't take shit for granted because you never know when it can be taken away from you you never know so that was a great question that was a wonderful question thank you to the person who asked me that Alrighty, next question we had to do a little intermission because you know i'm trying to get paid so um we gonna get back into the q a um what is the hardest lesson life has taught you? Oh my god, y'all in these questions. Snap, snap. Another good question. Come on, y'all. Caught me thinking over here then. Okay, so <clears throat> sorry, my voice got a little dry. I'm gonna need some of that H to to fill it up. Oh, yeah, that ice is hitting. That water is hitting, especially in the 72-degree weather. Yes, ma'am. Um, ooh, I'm sweating. My forehead over here looking like a glazed donut. But I'm still cute, though. Sorry, y'all. Got distracted. What is the hardest lesson life has taught you? 
Ooh. Damn. I don't think it's really been said by a lot of people. Um, but I the way the best way how I can describe it is to choose even if over what if. And let me explain it. Let me break it down. Uh, the reason why I say that is because there have been certain things that I've could that I could have done. Um, there's certain opportunities that were given to me that I could have accomplished, but I was too afraid of failing that I just didn't even try at all. And because of that, for so long, I lived with the idea with these certain opportunities and whatever like what would have happened if I would have just took the time to just try it out and I think again like it's more of like regret and I feel like I feel like regret is a bigger failure than rejection because when you get rejected by something, it's only temporary, you know? And then you just kind of, like, move on to the next thing. And then you start to realize that those rejections that you've been rejected from were probably not meant for you, which is why you were rejected in the first place. But regret? That's a whole different thing because it's like you just spend all this time wondering, like, what's just, what? What would have happened if I would have just tried, you know? And there are opportunities where I just didn't try. And I still think to this day, like, damn, I could have been doing this and that and this. But I didn't try. So I think that's probably been the hardest lesson because I've learned the hard way that not trying at all is harder than trying and being rejected. Because then you start to come back stronger when you fail or when you get rejected versus not trying at all because you didn't try you feel me uh that's the best way I can describe it um all those dogs are so cute um great question next question do you believe in second chances Ooh. um I do I I do I do believe in second chances however I don't believe in third fourth or fifth and 20 chances because I think, obviously, like, as humans, we're not perfect. So we we make mistakes, and we learn from those mistakes, and we grow. But then there's also people who make mistakes and continue to make the same mistakes again because they think that they can't get caught slipping the next time. And those are people that should be, you know, you should be watching from. But, um... I do believe in second chances because I believe people can change. I believe people have the potential to change and grow. Because, um, I mean, if you really ask this question, I mean, because when people ask, like, do you believe in second chances? you got to ask yourself, do you believe that you deserve second chances? Because we, we, we can't sit here and act like we don't, like, we can't sit here and act like we don't mess up at times and we can't sit here and act like we don't make mistakes and we don't grow from them so if you believe that you deserve second chances in life then other people should however however people do not deserve 50 chances people do not deserve 10 chances they keep messing up they obviously ain't trying to learn from the situation because when you mess up you learn something and you get something out of it and then you move on to something bigger and better and you're like you know what I messed up let me try this and let me get better 
But if you just continue to keep messing up and you continue to do this because you don't, you feel like you can't get caught or whatever, or you feel like your like your ego is just too fragile or whatever to not change, whatever the case may be. Your pride is so big that you feel like you don't need to change, whatever. Then yeah, that person gotta go. <laughs> so yeah, I believe in second chances. I just don't believe in three, four, five, six, seven hundred chances. So there we go. Um, great question. These questions are these questions are amazing. Thank y'all. Uh, what is your opinion on America's education system? <laughs> oh man. I feel like this question in itself is a whole separate podcast episode because I can go on and on and on about how the American education system is extremely, excuse my French, fucked up, extremely, especially to low income students, especially the students of color, especially the students with special needs, especially the students in marginalized identities, students that are immigrants, you name it, students that are part of the LGBTQ plus community. Let me tell you something. They doing us dirty out here. Oh, oh my God. I really, you know, for the sake of time, I'm not going to get into depth about the America's, about America's education system. However, I will say that it is fucked up. It is absolutely wrong it's terrible it's terrible um there's definitely segregation that happens um the way how they treat students and the way how they make it seem like students have to get up at seven and stay in till three and then do hours of homework after that that whole idea is another story and the high school that I went to I personally did not like I don't care how um many college acceptances we got into it was living hell Okay, and it didn't need to be. Um, I almost went on a rant, so I'm good. I'm just going to wrap it up with the idea that America's education system is terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And America's education system does not care about all their students. And if they did, there would be equal opportunities for people, equitable opportunities, if you will. But there's not. And, um, we might have to get into this topic into another episode because I could go on. So I, I'm just going to leave it there. Um, yeah. <laughs> A lot of work needs to be done in our education system. That's, yeah. Um, okay. What's a video that lives in your head rent-free? Oh, gosh. It, honestly, it changes all the time depending... If you have a TikTok, you totally understand this because you can be on TikTok and a certain trend or a certain audio will just be stuck in your head and then you got to watch it for it to get unstuck, but then it just gets stuck even more. That's what's been happening. Just a bunch of TikTok videos. I don't know. Videos that live in my head, it just depends on what it is that I'm watching. Truly. So, yeah. Um. Actually, no. To be honest, yeah, like I said, it changes. Right now, there are these five girls that I follow on TikTok. They sing very well. They're called Citizen Queen. Um, and they did these impressions. Um, 
like all five of them were singing driver's license that's a trending song that's on tiktok and they're singing uh driver's license with different impressions like they did like halsey britney spears mickey mouse uh miranda sings yoshi like they they were really like spot on and i that that video right now has been in my head rent free it it really just depends on what i'm watching that lives in my head rent free it always changes but that is the current video that has been living in my head rent free it's on tiktok tiktoks tend to get stuck in your head rent free all the time so yeah next question um what's a song you used to skip but realized it was fire Another question that is just, I really got to think about because um, there's a lot of songs that I skipped on my playlist that ended up being really fire. You know what? One in particular. um, It's an Isaiah Rashad let me start that over. It's an Isaiah Rashad song. I love Isaiah Rashad. He's a rapper. He signed the Top Dog Entertainment. So his first album, his like one of his first albums, Sylvia Demo, um, the intro, Hereditary. I used to skip the intro. How do you skip an intro tab? I know, but uh, yeah, I skipped the intro, Hereditary, and it's so fire, so fire like that and like i said his other song um by george the outro yeah that's gas that's really gas i yeah i was sleeping on them songs it yeah and ironically they're both isaiah rashad songs but yes those songs are very fire yeah okay um who won the 2020 election Kanye. Next question. <laughs> Thoughts on cis black men in terms of the movement? Ooh. Um, by movement, I'm assuming you mean the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, you know, I have a lot of love for cis black men. I have a lot of love for black men, but not a lot of black men have love for me. Or other black women that look like me or are darker than me. And it is sad. Very, very sad. And a lot of people say this, but I have to agree. Cis straight black men are probably the weakest link of the Black Lives Matter movement or just the black community in general. I hate to say it, but that is the absolute truth because I've never... I feel like the black men that I've encountered, especially in Colorado, like they're very self-hateful. Like they always want to be with a white woman or uh, a woman of color who, you know, would be who would be perceived as feisty if she had an attitude. But if I, you know, if I or someone else had an attitude, she'd be ratchet or ghetto and if he does date a light or if he does date a black woman she's typically light-skinned or mixed and it's weird um they're very a lot of them are very homophobic for no reason very homophobic they'll literally turn away a 
somebody who is gay before they turn away a rapist. And a lot of black men actually um, have raped black women and women in general that I know. Again, this isn't speaking for all cis straight black men. So if you don't do these things, I'm obviously not talking to you. But if you take offense by it, then you are probably part of the weakest link. Um, In a nutshell... Because this is also another podcast episode topic. Because I could go on about cis straight black men. Because a lot of them are very much problematic. But there are also a lot of them that are very fantastic and educated. And really making us look good. Um, unless they are trolling or they're on some hotep energy. Because I know a lot of black men that are also on some hotep energy. To the fullest extent. And it's uh, disgusting. So... In a nutshell, there's a lot of work that needs to be done within that specific group of people. Um, But to those that are doing their part, shout out to y'all because y'all really deserve your props. So, yeah. Um, My thoughts on mainstream music. Um, It depends on what the music is. Because there's a lot of mainstream songs that I actually, like, really love. Like, uh, again, like, there's a lot of Beyonce songs that are very much mainstream that I absolutely love and play to this day. There's a lot of Drake songs that are mainstream that I play to this day. A lot of Nicki Minaj songs. I don't know. You name it. Uh, Whatever is in, like, the pop or R&B, hip-hop category, I typically like. Um... I you know I think some mainstream music doesn't but I do believe that some mainstream music does not need to be mainstream. Most of the time it is just mainstream because that person is white and pretty. Um just just say. And some of it actually lately has been very much mediocre just because it it just seems like a lot of mainstream artists don't really try, but there are some mainstream artists that are mainstream because they work really hard so I'm kind of like in between on this but some mainstream songs I really love and other mainstream music I just get really freaking tired of because it's just like why is it even mainstream it's just it's really boring but a lot of mainstream music you know why it's mainstream literally mainstream music is mainstream because it appeals to white people and if it appeals to the white people you're on the radio buddy so (laughs) That's really all I got to say. But again, some of that music really be slapping. So I ain't mad at all of it. Um, Next question. Generational trauma and curses. Oh, my God. Another great topic. Some A lot of these topics I really should be doing for, like, separate episodes. Maybe I'll do that. What y'all think? Let me know. Um, Generational trauma is very much real. Um general generate sorry generational trauma is very much real generational curses are very much real let me tell you something a lot of black people feel oh i'm sweating a lot of black people feel very fearful about a lot of things if you truly think about it due to generational trauma i can't really get into the details about that but i'm sure a lot of it is rooted in generational trauma I don't really know how to describe it, but if you are black, you know that you know the vibes. And if you're not black, I would definitely Google it. So 
yeah that's my thoughts on generational trauma it's very much real it's very much alive and it's it's actually on a serious note it's very saddening and very hurtful because a lot of black people feel fearful to do certain things because of generational trauma um that's another episode that will definitely be another episode and i'll probably have a guest come and talk to me about it um but we will talk about that on another episode for sure i'm gonna write that down that's a great topic um fortunately not for this podcast episode because we have to really get into deeps because obviously generational trauma is very deeply rooted in the traumas from slavery um so that's something we will save for another time okay we're gonna move on to the last question um what is next for black advancement another great question this is actually a wonderful question to end off this q a um first and foremost i am definitely a person that is invested in solutions and problem solving because how can we move forward if we don't you feel me um but i like to say any type of advancement or any type of solution you're trying to strive for in order to do that you have to acknowledge the problem you have to acknowledge what is wrong here what is going on and why is this happening and how can we take this and move forward So specifically speaking for black advancement, it's a matter in order for us to truly advance as a whole, we have to acknowledge the problems that are happening within our community. And within the black community, there's plenty of problems that happen. Homophobia, colorism, self-hate, internalized racism, um, lack of generational wealth. There's so many different problems that are within the black community that we have not all acknowledged. And I think we haven't even got to a point where all people in all different backgrounds within the black community have not acknowledged and not have acknowledged their own individual problematic ways of how they continue to carry on these problematic things that are causing us to, um, not advance sooner so i think obviously i think the first thing to advancement is is the matter of acknowledging the problems and that in itself will take time i think something else to be um realistic about when it comes to black advancement it it's gonna take some time because there's a whole bunch of us and there's a lot of things that we as black people are doing that's problematic in certain systems within our community that we do benefit from um that we are not allowing to acknowledge so that other people who don't look like us or don't have the same backgrounds and privileges that we have can't can't advance in So we have to acknowledge those problems and we have to come together and talk to each other and acknowledge each other on where we slipping up at and how we can do better. And I'm not just talking for, you know, I'm talking for myself, too. Like we have to we have to, like, acknowledge those problems. I had to stop this this uh, clip real quick because I was really sweating. I turned off my air 
because I don't like hearing that noise in the background, but like I'm really sweating, like I'm hot. So I'm sorry y'all for the noise. I apologize in advance. I'm just, I can't take it. I'm over here. My forehead is glistening and I look like a glazed donut. Okay. Cannot be looking like I'm ready to be sold at Krispy Kreme. I can't, I can't. Um, but like I was saying earlier, um, like I said, we have to acknowledge the problems that are within the community first before we move on to something, before we move on to a new stage. We have to acknowledge the problems before we can even think about like solutions. I mean, obviously there are people within the community that have been actively thinking about solutions as, as I'm speaking right now, shout out to them. Um, but also like, we still have to like you know we still have to acknowledge a lot of the problems because in order for us to move forward in any type of advancement you have to acknowledge what it is that's that's being done wrong that is causing you to not advance in the first place so within the black community for us to reach black advancement i think acknowledging those problems so that we can figure out solutions and that we can move forward so that we can escalate and advance in the ways that we should as black people. And I think another thing that is just mentally and spiritually advancing for our people is just simply acknowledging black people and celebrating black people and embracing our blackness. Because I think a big setback for us is when we are constantly self-hating our people and we are constantly internalizing the the stereotypes and the demonization that has been made upon our people um and then once we when we do it to ourselves, we start to do it to other people that look like us and it's not fair because we are all being oppressed by the same oppressor um and it's not to say that because we're all being oppressed by the same oppressor that we go through the same experiences because we definitely do not black people although we are all black not all black people go through the same experiences uh let's like let's make that clear which is another reason why we need to acknowledge the problems because it's very obvious that not all black people go through the same things the same experiences um but i think it doesn't hurt to acknowledge another black person whether that is saying hi supporting a a small black owned or a local black owned business or just lifting up a person supporting them commenting them commenting a compliment under their instagram pictures you know like i think that's important I think it's extremely important. And uh, granted, there are definitely some Candace Owens and Omarosas and Ben Carsons in our community that really need to uh, (laughs) be checked. But that's another story for another time. But um, yes, I think it's a matter of understanding that because we are all black, we go through blackness differently and we have to acknowledge that and acknowledge those problems in order to move forward. So... Um, in order for us to move forward we have to acknowledge what's going on and we have to once we acknowledge what's going on we have to figure out since we know this is the problem how can we fix it and how can we move forward and 
that in itself is going to take a long time because there's a lot within the community that needs to be changed but as individuals we can do our part by acknowledging where we might benefit from that others in our community don't and taking that with us and helping people who don't who who don't have the privileges that we have and be like hey let me help you out a great example of people who really promote and exemplify black advancement are the carters to an extreme because they have platforms as black people and they use their platforms for the best to advance to help other black people advance and you see it in the ways how um like beyonce had a whole hbcu or a whole tribute to hbcus at a white ass event and the ways how jay-z constantly constantly does things for black people to help us learn more about generational wealth because there's not many of us black folk in this country or even in this world alone that have generational wealth you know because we're not taught that stuff most of us are really taught on this well we have a lot of us actually have you know what i ain't gonna get into it but we'll get into it to another topic or sometime later on but that's really what i can say um for that acknowledging the problems and figuring out how to move forward so we can all advance and just doing simple things like i said by helping or uplifting or just loving and supporting somebody who black whether that's your black mama your black daddy your black grandpa your black cousin your black friend your black mentor your black boss whatever for those who are deserving of it you know uplift uplift one another and that starts by you just doing simple tasks by uplifting the black people around you um we don't have a takeaway from tabs session today because there really wasn't much takeaways there was just questions that were being asked but i just want to say thank you all for listening to this episode bigger thank you to the people who sent me questions um your questions were valued they were appreciated even though some of them i really had to struggle on um i genuinely appreciate these questions because a lot of them are questions that i never thought i would be asked uh this soon in life but that's how it be sometimes and so i thank you all for just doing this this was actually really fun and exciting to do because i you know i this as much as this show is mine it's yours because y'all are the audience and the audience are a part of what makes my show my show you feel me so without y'all we wouldn't this show wouldn't be complete and so the fact that i got to answer a lot of the questions that you guys have i really appreciate it i would love to do another episode like this um later on maybe in the next season um but i truly appreciate it it's been really fun it's been real um stay safe sane and sanitized out there in these streets get your intake of water in and have a blessed day because remember that you are blessed you are wonderful and you gonna conquer it you gonna get through what you gotta get through because you are that person Don't forget it.
God bless y'all. Y'all have a great day. Enjoy yourselves. All right. I'll talk to y'all next week. Also, happy April. It's definitely April now. We are a fourth in to 2021. Hey. That came by quick. But we gonna make the best out of it. Because 2020 definitely opened our eyes to a lot. So we gonna take these opportunities. And what? Conquer them. Because we are conquerors. Yes. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. No. No doubt over here. You a conqueror. Don't you. Don't you forget it. That's a threat. Okay, bye.